When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, comedian, host, writer, soon to be hugely famous here of course with marnie kinris best-selling author relationship expert and we have a man joining us again this week joe prano who's not sitting in the room with us and he <laughs> who's will join not us here right now he's not here currently but he will join us in just a couple of minutes after marnie and i banter yes exactly well i wanted to tell you about something horrible that happened this morning after something wonderful that happened last night so as a mummy as a mummy? mummy? A mummy. A English mom. mom? Yes. I mean, it's a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> what you want is uh, your child to sleep through the freaking night so you can have a good night's sleep. So I tried this like, it's not cry it out, but it's kind of like cry it out method. Um, anybody who has been a parent will understand that. Where you allow your child to learn how to self-soothe so that you're not actually rocking them like, to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what? Nothing. I was, just, nothing. I was like, well, I was like, where would you want to go with this? Because it could be like lots of things. Yeah, no, just keep talking. But yeah, so last night what, what I did was I, you know, I put him in bed and said, okay, mommy loves you and I'm going to be out here. You're safe. Don't worry. And then you leave for five minutes, let them cry bloody murder. And then after five minutes, you go back in and then you say, I love you still. But I'm going to leave again. And then he cries more. And after eight minutes, he put himself to sleep and I had him sleep for his longest stretch that he's ever done, uh, which is close to seven hours, six, wow. seven hours, which is really good. I got some sleep, so I feel like my brain is a little bit more in it today, um, and I actually feel like myself. But so after this great night of sleep, I'm so proud of my damn son. We're sitting in the kitchen, and I'm making my coffee, and suddenly <laughs> I smell poop. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, we'll tend to it in one maybe second. Maybe it was just the wrong brew. No, this is poop, okay? I can tell the difference, even though it's like breast milk poop. Anyway, so I'm like, ah, oh, just like sit there for a second. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to finish making my coffee. So then I go up to him and I'm like, oh, you made a real poop because I started seeing it leaking out. Men the are turning of off the podcast chair. as we it was, speak. I know, whatever, they pooped in. So do we, it's fine. But then I realized I had given him my cell phone to hold on to and said, you hold on to mommy's phone <laughs> while we go into the other room. And I lifted him up. He's covered in poop all over his back, this liquid, and it's all over my freaking phone. Oh, God. Okay, so then I wake up my husband. I'm like, help! Like, that's when it's really <laughs> serious. Here, you take care of the phone. I'll take care of the child. So my phone is okay, but it's just, I still can smell this Did you poop. sanitize? I did, like crazy. Like, they're, like I, as much as you could do for a phone, but it was disgusting. Well, phones are, phone. yeah, phones are very important. Actually, as we were, um, or I was gone for a few weeks, a few weeks ago, and my phones fell straight into a toilet at a restaurant, no. and I did not hesitate. Oh, I dove in, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one ever peed in that toilet before. <laughs> I mean, it's insane, like, what you do. It's almost like I went on fight Your or flight on mode. There, yeah, and I just went, boom, right in the toilet, pulled it right out. Was it fine? It was actually fine. It was crazy, but for, like, that night, yeah. it was, um, you couldn't hear volume through it and stuff like that, so I thought it was shot, and then I woke up in the morning, but I did blow it with a blow dryer. 
Oh, I thought that's supposed to be bad for it. Actually. Probably, like, apparently, it's good. There was no rice anywhere. Oh, right, exactly. Whatever they were supposed to do. So I was like, eh, blow, blow dryer. Its hair looked great. I'm the, sure by the end of this. I'm sure, very fancy. Phone. And then it popped back into. Oh, that's normalcy. awesome! But so I had many people's poop on my phone. You did. Mm-hmm. You did have many. But that it yes. is crazy what you will do for that cell phone. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. All right, I, I can't smell the poop on the cell phone though. Oof, cause, well, you didn't actually have it like lit, like. <laughs> It should be like sitting like there should be no liquid like there's type of, of liquid. Oh God, it's just horrible. Reference. Anyway, I still love my son. Although anyway, welcome Joe like to the show. Why did yeah. you poop on her phone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry about that. Why do men do this to me all the time? They poop on my life. Just joking. All right. Well, I before we get into talking with Joe, because I wanted to dive into more of what we were talking to him about last time. I wanted to get to my wing girl minute, but I haven't opened the document yet. So hold on one second. Well, as you do that, um, this week we have the other half of the 20s versus 30s. Oh, yeah. We have the 30s here. But I will have to say I had no idea that the thir- the girls who played the 20s were in their 30s. So I hope we don't have too similar of a conversation. I know. Because then it's just four girls in their 30s, which is and not I, and super I just boring. Hope that but they're not really in their 40s. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's, That's, That's true because we thought the other ones were in their 20s. <laughs> That's that was true. Great. Well, then uh, who's the one that's really 29? I think one of them is still in there. Anyways. Anyway, so the we have um, Liz Benham and Deanna McDonald. And so they're going to talk to us about their dating life. Huh, very interesting. Well, yeah. now I am ready for our Wing Girl Minute. Are you able to recognize when a woman is attracted to you? Well, one key sign she's into you is she's looking down. If a woman looks down when she first sees you or looks down during a conversation. At your junk. Yes, exactly. Especially if she smiles while lowering her head. It's a very strong indicator that she's attracted to you. And that's my wing girl, 15 seconds. All right, yeah. yeah. I got I, that from a body language book. It actually is true. Very so true. Yeah, so if, it is, if there's like a smile and she is looking down, it's like a bashful smile. Yeah, That's what well, it looks I was, like. I was saying in the last episode that I'm sure everyone's aware of by now that we tape on the same day. So we're very much on that topic still. Um, I'm really shy. So if I, I – I don't think I've ever really given out signals that I like a guy. Yeah. The only ones I've ever really given out have been just complete bashfulness. So I'm really bashful, so I don't know if I've ever really given any signs that well, I'm other into than being a ba- bashful. Right, bashful that's is literally the only sign I can give. But that's a good sign. Or just hold up a sign that says "I like you" and then <laughs> quickly hide it. <laughs> well, Joe, yes. for you, so Joe, I mean, who is the opposite, I think. Right, yeah. he's like, I don't care about but, what signs you're giving. Yeah, but again, that's something I think I've grown through. Yeah. I was really, I was really a shy. I, I was always the smallest kid uh, growing up, and in high school, I was like a, a little grown guy up around then, big guys. Yeah, and then I and then I grew. And then after I grew, I grew 10 inches in a summer. You still had the amount of same yeah. hair though, right? Yes, on your arms. Exactly. <laughs> Just and super then, short and hairy. And then, uh, and then I was like awkward because all of a sudden I had like grown weirdly. So it took me a long time. But now, yeah, like I don't, I definitely don't have a confidence problem now. But yeah. um, that's something I think you can kind of train yourself to get over for yeah. the guys who are out there with a confidence problem. Probably. You can you, by you buying my programs. Go right. to winggirlmethod.com and get every single one of my programs <laughs> and you will be able to learn step by step how to actually gain confidence. You know what's that's weird great. for someone like me is that I almost enjoy <laughs> being shy. Like I have no desire to like grow through it. I've been, I've, you know, been with someone for a while and that kind of stuff. So I don't really have to. But, um, but you're not I, really a shy person. No, I'm not shy in general. I'm shy when it comes to like thinking I'm – I think this guy's really cute. Like for example, I um, when I flew back into town, the flight I was on, I was walking. My seat was like 22 
E. Like I was the middle seat in the back of the plane. Yeah. And I'm walking and I looked horrible. And it's funny because I actually always like try to look nice on the air uh, when I fly just because then I feel like wherever I'm going is important enough to fly to. Otherwise, I'm like, eh, I feel like I'm going nowhere. <laughs> I anyway. feel complete opposite. Yeah, me too. No, I always try to like look decent, like old school. So this day I didn't at all. You're going on an airplane. Yes, I like, you know, put my nicest Sunday clothes on and I <laughs> crashed on the side of a mountain. Yeah. Um, no, but I didn't get ready at all. I looked horrible. I was really self-conscious. And as I walked toward my seat, I saw a very handsome head sticking over the seats, you know, as I was walking back there and I was like, Oh God, please don't let this be the guy I'm sitting next to. Please don't let this be the guy I'm sitting next to because he was insanely handsome. He was like Mike Catherwood territory to me. Like really cute. Like he looked like movie star, whatever. And I knew I had the middle seat, but this head was popped over the seats in the middle seat. And I'm like, this must not be my seat or something. So thank God I'm not sitting next to him. Anyway, I get back there. Turns out I am sitting next to him. He was with people and they wanted to sit together the window in the middle seat. So anyway, I took the aisle. The person that I thought he was sitting next to was very short, very like Filipino-ish or yeah. something. Um, very I, Filipino-ish. Okay. Well, she was, a, she was a small Asian woman of, of some sense. <laughs> okay. sense oh, digging a hole here. But I thought I didn't look directly at her. I thought it was his daughter because it was a very – I didn't see that she was at, at whatever ethnicity right. at that point. I just saw a small – child and i was like oh because he had an infant with him and i was like oh he's a dad and he's got a little daughter and he's got a very little son on his lap and so i didn't at all start to really flirt i just immediately got shy my armpits got sweaty and i was like this flight is gonna really suck because i can't look ugly and i already felt bad um but anyway i I looked over i'm like why is this small child holding this baby so often i look over i realize it's like a woman and most likely his girlfriend oh my god but anyway basically the whole point of that story is the majority of that flight i was very self-conscious i was incredibly uncomfortable and um i never felt worse about myself and so that's just what happens when i'm really intimidated by somebody no you're you just stand up so you yes. get on stage in front of people. Right. You you talk on a podcast. You're very attractive. Well, Where does this? What? How did this happen? It's, Aren't you from like upstate New York? I'm from upstate. You're probably New York. the that's where it comes probably from. the hottest girl in your area code. I'm the only girl. Everyone else right. is literally <laughs> like, a cow. Yeah, exactly. the other women like, are literally cows. So what? <laughs> how did, how do you even become shy and like what? Why did this happen? Well, I think with why did this happen to you? I know why is this tragedy going on? I think with me personally with stand up. And doing something like this, I feel like I'm in control or I have some power. And so, you know, when you do stand up, you're separated from the audience. So it's like, I'm up here. You guys are down there. Just let's know this barrier. But when you're in real life and there is no barrier and they don't know that I'm in the dominant position, I I can't put myself there. It's really weird. Um, It's almost like when I just hang out late this morning, I had to be with a few people that don't really know I do stand up and don't have any idea that I'm funny at all. And I don't try to be funny around them i feel diminutive and i don't feel funny and i don't even feel like myself it's not until i get in the setting where i can have a little control already given to me that i feel really comfortable interesting so, i would I don't say know. that happens to a lot of people they have certain places where they are extremely confident and it's hard for them to stretch that out yeah to all areas but i was life. also picked on really badly in high school so i think that that um has gone into just my social life 
generally. Yeah. But anyway. Well, I, I wanted to get into m- more of Kristen hating herself, but even more so, I want to talk about <laughs> – well, we talk about that every episode. We so, do. We need so to it's stop. a waste of time. So, But I want to talk about um, with Joe what we were talking about on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, cheating. Uh, cheating. I, it was last week. I barely remember. Oh, was it cheating? <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I'll trigger your memory. But you were talking about how when uh, you're sort of done with the relationship, you seem to cheat your eye wanders, yeah. and then you actually yeah. act on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would eye. advise for the people who are listening, again – not uh, well. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be down on what you do. To be honest, yeah. but I still like you as a person. I think I'm down on what I do. Okay, good. And you, you yeah. respect it a lot. He owns it. But I think because uh, women do this too, they 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 plan their out. Right? It's like you've decided this person isn't for you, but you want to create that uh, safety for yourself so that you have something to fall to afterwards. And they were saying there was some study as well that women typically are the ones to uh, up and leave a relationship, but usually they um, will flirt with other men and make sure that they have somebody else to take that right, person's place. Right. Similar to what you're, you're saying that you do. Um, but neither are wonderfully great tactics for the other person who you're in a relationship with. And I I would hope, and I understand that usually you end a relationship because you're not happy, you're not getting what you want. Um, But just to paint a picture for the other person on the other side, luckily I've never been cheated on. Um, That you know of. That I know of. Exactly. They could have been exactly like you and I would have never known, so thank you for not telling me. Uh, But typically I've heard from people that you can sense when that when that is happening or there is that distance that's being created, there is the disconnect that's there between the two of you, whether it's cheating or just complete disinterest. Um, it, it can mess around with you psychologically. And I'm not saying that you have to be a perfect person and you always have to put the other person first. Uh, but I, I would say as guidance for people, because we're going to talk about getting her back in a second. Um, so for guidance for breaking up, when you actually decide that you're not into the relationship anymore, that's the moment to say it. You can give it a week and like let it resonate with you for a little bit and see if it's actually what you want. Um, but the the fair and respectful thing to do is actually to talk to that other person as uncomfortable as it is. Because I feel like cheating is the easy way out, you know? Finding somebody else is the easy Cause Joe, way Because Joe, you said that when you do end up cheating – it's like you're at the bar and all of a sudden this like really hot – whatever girl that you're incredibly right, attracted, right. To, attracted to kind of Catches gives you those feelings. But you have to have those feelings beforehand. Well, yeah, because – I mean I'm a guy. So whenever I see – like I, I actually probably flirt more than anybody that I've ever been in a relationship is comfortable with. But that's just – it's just your me, that's yeah, who you are. Yeah, but that's, that's who that's I am. Fine. And like, if I'm even if I'm talking to a guy, it's gonna be a, 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 yeah. In a way, like you know, we're, yeah, it's, <laughs> I get it. You know, it's fun. I'm, I'm shitting on you. Yeah, banter, right? And then so when it's with a girl, it's gonna be flirty. So yeah, then it's um, the thing is when you feel that ke- that chemistry, you're just talking to a stranger who's at the bar who happens to be sitting next to you, and then you feel that chemistry while you're talking or flirting or whatever, and then you're like, huh, this is interesting. And that's where it, it sort of happens for me. And so you it, really seem to live in the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's the thing with my relationships too. Is like I, I'm like I said before, I go, I get pretty heavy into my relationships, like out of the gate. And everybody, I don't, I've I never been it. in a relationship with somebody. That I was like, I don't know. Let's see where it goes. Let's just keep hanging out. Yeah. Like I'm like, I could see myself marrying this person. I could see myself having kids with this person actually kids probably more than marrying like i don't know how i feel about marriage but like when i look at somebody and i say i would love this person to have my child that's kind of that's like, partnership yeah so 
but again, like I want to make it clear because we kind of you know it's cheating, but it's I'm not running around on my on my significant others. I don't. I I'm not just like my relationship means nothing to me. I'm just going to cheat on people, and it's right. not necessarily that I'm finding the next person that like the person I cheat on them with is the person that I end up being right. with next. It's just a matter of. Um, being like, oh, I missed that feeling, and this person just gave me that feeling, and that was wrong yeah. what you just did, and so now right. you should probably get your shit and get the hell out of right, there right, before right. you can before Continue. you become a a cheating dog, you know, like, um, so that's kind of that's You're like kind a of my puppy, yeah, that's kind of my <laughs> process, um, yeah. and and it's not right by any means, but it's also I don't know if it's that wrong because usually it I don't let it linger for a long time. That's not always necessarily been the case, but for the most part, that's like a sign that like, hey, you, it's time for you to – if you're looking for this – if you're looking for this from someone else. We should have the, the Cranberry song Linger playing right now in the yeah. background. <laughs> well, but it's interesting because like I, – I, I, okay, I – I am an advocate for actually both sides, not of cheating and not cheating, but for both sides of if you want to live your life for experiences and have multiple relationships throughout your time on this planet, like George Clooney before he get, yeah. got married now, but of where you just enjoy somebody for the good times and the good times. Yep. And that's totally fine if that's what you want to do and that's what you want to enjoy and like partnership and the, the – not the downfalls, but the – the hardness and the work of partnership are not appealing to you. I, I understand that it's it's not appealing to you. Sometimes it's not appealing to me either. Um, I th- uh, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I think that uh, there's there's a way to acknowledge which type of person you are. Um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm really trying to say that, that both sides are o- okay. Yeah. It's okay to be that guy who is just like, you know, I'm not into the work. And it, like I, I don't want to think, oh, this this signal appeared where I'm suddenly attracted to other women. I should work on my relationship. Right. Right? Which would happen for a lot of people. Or sometimes it's easier to just cut it off and say, I don't want to work on now, anything. Now, uh, what about, you know, because I'm, I'm not married. I'm not. Uh, I have lived with with women who I've had to break up with, or we've broken up, and then and then there's there's that higher stakes when you're with somebody and you share a house or you share a place, and then there's the higher stakes where you're married to somebody. So how, what's the approach? You, you know, you said when you feel that the thing is to just have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Th- I like, mean, well, I, if you're married to them, you don't just go, "Hey, I saw I saw a hot chick at the bar, and I think I want to sleep with her." We right, should probably and I divorce, leave. and right. you should probably take the kids. No, but you have a conversation yeah. about it. That these these thoughts are that 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 either I'm not getting something or that I'm not feeling appreciated or honestly, hopefully you have an honest relationship that you can say that in the most tactful way possible where it's like, okay, I was out the other night, something's going on in our relationship and I just started like seeing all these women I wanted to sleep with. But I, but I do know what Joe's saying is that, and you obviously would understand as being a married person, there's so much that goes into getting out of a relationship that sometimes is it worth it? Does it do, does that effort, you know, the amount of work you're going to have to, you know, find a new place to live, create a brand new life, find someone to not, not that you immediately have to find someone, but like, you know, if you're with someone, like, for example, my boyfriend were together on the weekend, essentially every single hour of every Mm -hmm. single weekend. If we broke up, I don't know what I would do on my weekends. Mm -hmm. Those are scary thoughts. I would be alone, you know, and it's like these kind of, those are really heavy thoughts to have to deal with when you're thinking I might want to get out of this relationship, but there's so much hurt that goes into it. It's easier to stick around. 
Yeah, it is. And a lot you know, of people stick around in the relationships that are That's why people don't have the conversation. Absolutely. I, I think that if more of the conversations were had, there would be things to work on. Yeah. And that you uh, – I'm not saying every single time, but I'm saying sometimes you – may switch how you feel and think. I really believe that calling the elephant out in the room or at least the elephant that you've been thinking in your head for a long time, uh, calling it out and talking about it just makes it not seem as freaking big as it is. Yeah. Um, like me and my husband had a conversation like this recently just to be very tra- tra- transparent. Just to let people know on uh, who listen to this show, just because I you know preach all of these things or speak about it, I've also been through the hard times. I'm still a human being, so I'm going to screw up, but I'm always trying to learn and always trying to better communicate. Like I'm a bitch to my husband sometimes, but I know how to make up for it, apologize for it, and swallow my pride and then have real conversations with my husband. So you know, after having a child, you go through a lot of things you're really exhausted you snap at each other you don't really have time for the niceties and it's it's is as nice as it is for people to say oh you have to take like five minutes a day and just really express how much you care for each other it's hard to remember to do that when you're freaking tired and hating that other person because you're exhausted and you have no time to think about somebody else other than your child or even yourself uh and so you know we we had gotten into a period where we hadn't really exchange niceties because we had so much family in town and all we would say to each other are the things that need to be done and we built up some resentment towards each other after like a week or two of this and um I I kept thinking things in my head like maybe we're not right for each other maybe it's horrible this baby like ruined our life anyway all these horrible thoughts and when I actually finally expressed them to my husband and I did it in a panicked manner and he took it so well and calmly and remained unrattled and he listened to what I had to say and he gave his input as well. Uh, just putting it out there made me love him again. Honestly. Yeah. Because like, I got that emotion out of me. I wasn't saying it to anybody else. I was thinking it and feeling horrible about it in my head. And when I put it out there, especially to him, and he handled it so well, it's like I had this renewed faith in our relationship and it reminded me why I love my husband and why I want him to be my partner. And actually, that's another topic to talk about. There's a big difference I think that maybe people don't understand or they don't acknowledge or they don't care for is that when you do enter into a marriage, you are looking for a potential partner in life. Not It's very different when you're dating for fun and you want to have like a great time and have great sexual chemistry. And I, I, I know that that has to be a part of partnership as well. But when you're choosing a partner, you're really looking for somebody who you can go through life with. When you have panic attacks, you want that person who knows how to calm you down or who at least can listen to you. And it may be great that they're like a rock star in bed as well, but those are the important things for partnership, for like living out your life in a day-to-day life with another human being. Anyway, just to let you know that that really announcing the elephant in the room and having some hard conversations with my husband because he was going down that path as well uh, really, really helped our relationship. And we realized that we had not been saying nice things to each other and we had only been listing off – we both been nagging to each other. That's all the time that we had for one another. So we made a conscious effort to, again, the cheesy five minutes a day, at the end of the day, to exchange niceties with each other and say three things we appreciate about each other like Adam and Jason Capital have been telling us to do. But it really helps. It sounds cheesy, but it really, really does help. Anyway, long tangent, but um, my, my point being is that like – there's certain times when you know you're like, oh, I don't want this relationship anymore. Yeah, and certain you times know you're in like, your head when you should have it. a conversation yeah. to make yeah. things better, or when you should have no to break up. But have have you 
in these short-term relationships. That's not real short. They're like a they're few long. years. Oh, they're actually yeah. longer. I mean, the do you have? Do you work on things as well? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think. Uh, and I think that's when it, you you really know, you know, uh, especially if you work on something and then the same issues come up. Right. Like when you have that conversation and there, and people cry and then but you make up and then you have this great makeup sex and then everything's great for a week. And then two weeks later, it's like, yeah, it's still OK. And then a month <laughs> later, you're having the same conversation. Yeah, right. That's when you're like, what's really like. And that's that's the feeling that really gives me that kind of panic, like the rest go, of my life. Yeah, go find you know because I'm re- it's like Groundhog Day. You know, you're just like, oh my god, I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. And that's something for me as well. Like I found I have that feeling in relationship after relationship where I'm like, wow, I'm having the same problem here as I did last time. And oh, maybe it's, it's like, you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think about well, that yeah, all the time. I, you I, can tell that you get a little bored with yeah, the girl. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You want another high. It's like you're seeking. Right kind of that high of that. And, and I think there's connection. something, I mean, again, I'm, I'm just my own that, you know, I'm a very specific case. You know, I do comedy and that's a whole, that's a thing with girls. Like when you work at night and not during the day right. and when you make this much money instead of this much money. And like, so the, the, it's definitely part of my existence that is just my own that causes certain frictions. But my thing is like when, when you, if you say you're into this and then, you know, six months down the road, you're, you're not into it. It's like, man, how does this keep happening? And I keep, you know, so right. I keep finding myself in the same, same situation, but when it keeps happening within your same relationship, when you fix you think you fix it, you talk it out and then it happens again. That's probably a sign like, you know, three strikes and you're out. Like maybe just move on. Yeah. yeah maybe not the right partner for you. Okay, yeah. We have to wrap up, but I, I, I want you to come back on our show because I, I, <laughs> I like talking to you. Um, you have Makes a lot of one really, of us. Yeah. <laughs> but we have, uh, the other half of the 20 versus thirties on our show. We have the older half, the older and more boring, but they're all the half. same, same age. I know. I know. But. Well, actually, no, they'll tell us how old they are when they come onto the show, but they're very, very I'll t- cute I'll girls. I'll tell you if they're older. They're very cute girls, and hopefully they will have great information <laughs> to share with us. us. Uh, but we will be back after these messages. Okay, so you're listening to Ask Women, which means you're probably not getting enough or getting any. Well, let's go, let's go with enough. And I bet you'd like to get more, right? Well, here's how you do it. Go to adamandeve.com, and they'll give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know that you and your special other person will enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult DVDs. Yeah, adult DVDs. Which brings us to number 10, free shipping on the whole order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Well, at least not yet. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, anything you desire and enter the code FREE93 at checkout. You'll get 10 free gifts if you enter the code FREE93. Go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item, get 10 free gifts, including free shipping when you enter the offer code FREE93. That's F-R-E-E-9-3 at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Emily from the Sex with Emily podcast. My podcast is all about helping you get the relationship and sex life you deserve. For over 10 years, I've helped millions of people get what they want in and out of the bedroom. On my show, you'll learn sex tips, relationship tips, and I guarantee you will be more confident, get more, and give more pleasure and have better sex just by listening to my show. That's Sex with Emily on Podcast One. That's O-N-E. 
You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. So we're here with um, the other half of 20s versus 30s. Um, we have Liz Benham. Hey Liz. Hello. Hey. And then we also have Deanna McDonald. Hey. Hey. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so um, last episode we chatted with your counterparts about... 20s versus 30s and so we're kind of going to do the same but maybe try to switch it up a little bit so it's not super repetitive yeah, i mean not cool. not no, that it's yes. an endless wealth of information yeah well actually yeah. the interesting thing is that you're all at different stages in relationships or in we the are. dating phase so where are you guys at so liz uh i am actually newly pretty new into a relationship just like a few months or so okay um how's it going it's it's going really great that's a good question to ask it's like i saw she's still with him well i don't know he's all right married couple that i they just got married a few months ago i went to their wedding and it's like hey so how is it like i i do that (laughs) and it's so awful to ask them and then they're like uh it was okay i guess good the same right equally as miserable right right Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's going really well. It's awesome. It's still that like newly dating. How did you guys meet? We met on Tinder. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. The same know. Aaron. What's that? Same, same as Aaron. Oh, yeah, same as Aaron. Yeah, yeah Aaron and I both. Yeah, same guy. Met, Just same yeah. guy. Um, we're, we're all really happy together. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it was funny because she met her boyfriend first and I was super skeptic of Tinder. Like I hated, hated online dating, the, the thought of it. And I just like, no, I'm going to be my you know, whoever I'm dating, like in real life, blah, 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 whatever. And my friend she was actually the last person I ever thought would yeah. get Tinder ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I yeah. Thought my roommate so is stupid. super conservative and she had it before. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, it was pretty funny. So it, what was it on Tinder? Did he, did was he attractive or was it something that he said or? Yeah. Well, it was funny. It was kind of, um, funny because he is actually in the sketch that I had seen a few months uh, previous to uh, being on Tinder and it was it's ironically about online dating and so I had seen it we have a mutual friend and it's called uh, it's a series called Online Daters and it's really really funny and our uh, a friend of mine I saw You're only allowed to plug one thing Oh okay sorry 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 (laughs) We haven't gotten to 20s versus 30s yet (laughs) but uh, but it was just funny because like that's what it was about and I was like oh I think I've seen this sketch before and I like went through his pictures I'm like oh that's like this is the guy from that sketch that's crazy it's a small world on Tinder funny like weird ironic kind of thing that happened and a coincidence whatever the word is um but uh yeah did he know the 20s versus 30s he did not no no he didn't so he had the upper hand for a few minutes (laughs) (laughs) oh you know my like bam one million yeah exactly yeah like suck it well i'm at the podcast so (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) it was really funny because um we asked um we asked uh aaron and marissa what about them like what how did you guys choose who was going to play 30s and who was going to play 20s and yeah. they said it was kind of just a given because it's almost like you guys <laughs> yeah. oh Liz and I decided we, we wrote the rough draft and we had our names in we were like <laughs> it was Liz and Deanna as the 30s and you could, so you just so you just knew but I'm kind of getting the same sense that they not that they were immature in any sense no but and it's not that you guys seem older it's like a different air no you can say it, it no I promise no I promise it's like a different air around yeah, you guys you know we're definitely more probably like 30 you seem like old hags the, the oh, 30 yeah, yeah. we've the embraced 30 actually we've, yeah the other two fight it a little more i think we <laughs> we're very comfortable in the 30 yeah. skin yeah. yeah i am too i really am i feel like i've been 30 since i was 12 
Yeah. yeah, no, I really right. do. Like when I was twenty years old, mm-hmm. I like didn't want to go to clubs and I didn't want to like, yeah, you know, go hang yeah, out at parties. Worse. But there's mo- okay, there's more no, to that. There, there is more, <laughs> but I never, there is more. But I always wanted to hang out. I, I grew up with older siblings and older yeah. cousins, so everyone was all, always older, and so yeah. I always wanted to get to that next level, and I never really cared to be in the moment. But anyway, oh, back funny. to you guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I want to hear more about how, like, what it was about this guy that made you want to see him other than the being sketch. a sketch that you know. Yeah, I mean, I just... I, date I, him. I thought he was... I Obviously, I thought, like, it's such a, you know, superficial website. So I, I did think he was really cute and, you know, I guess he thought I was cute so we matched. And then, um, and then we just kind of started messaging and I thought it was just really cool that, like, we had that, like, same thing in common like we both do like sketch comedy kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh he's a comedy writer which is what, like what i do and you know it's just kind of like these little like fun kind of um, you have worlds similarities similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so that kind of like piqued my interest and then uh we went out and just kind of like laughed a lot and you know had a similar sense of humor which i think is so important you know mm-hmm. or at least for me um so yeah this kind of like went from there and it's been yeah. it's been good and indiana <laughs> you're single i am and is that like a chosen path right now or <laughs> have you chosen sure. to be pathetic? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Um, I've chosen to be alone. The rest of my life. Um, I don't know. Uh, yes and no. I think, um, sometimes I, I don't know how to answer that, I guess, without, um, I, I, I guess it's because I want to work on a career that's not very easy. Yeah. Um, I don't, experimentally date a lot um i could not take to tinder the same way she did and aaron did so you're not on tinder i've tried it i really really didn't like it Um, what didn't you like about it i think it's really hard for me um to just match and have a connection by just looking at pictures which I know the next step is then messaging, but then oh, I, I just, thought it was dick pics. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> that too. I, I actually asked them to send them to me privately, um, but um, nope. I don't know if Tinder will let you do that. I don't know what the um, oh, has to be on their Facebook page. I think. Yeah, yeah I right. think you know Facebook doesn't allow. No, that, no which way. Is such a bummer. Yeah. Um, but um, it was. I'm really bad at that very initial get to know you coming up with questions. It's a lot easier for me in person, and so when I have to do it in a messaging format. Um, I just didn't like, I would get bored. You're a writer. That's interesting. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, uh, small talk, I guess is the best way for that. Yeah. Like the, the get to know you, what do you do? So where are you from? And I, it just becomes very stilted conversation, especially if the guy isn't really offering much and they so what, give you the what same questions thing. would you, you get prefer? silted in person though right with the kind yeah. of what do you do kind of but mm-hmm. you're drinking then so. that's true. <laughs> you can drink while you're eating dinner that's totally fine you're 30 you should be drinking you know I'm much better at it when I'm drinking I guess I could be drinking when yeah. I'm messaging yeah, um, I'm sure I also have gotten it. into like I'll forget that I have it um, and I don't know if you, any of you have been on Tinder but um, if you don't respond right away I think the guys get their feelings hurt and they delete the match oh yeah um, so yeah. I sometimes would forget that I had it and they're like, oh yeah, let me go back on and log in. And then I realized most of my matches were deleted because I didn't respond. <laughs> That's hilarious. My sister was just here I would recently. give someone five minutes to be like, all right, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's the truth. You know what? It would have been the same way, um, 
if it were me, if I had said something and they didn't respond right away, I probably would have gotten really yeah. pissed. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, it's like the unfollow on Twitter. Oh, yeah. you want to follow me back? Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. unfollow. So, yeah. Actually, yeah. I have a funny story. So Carla, who's my au pair, she uses uh, Tinder and she tells me all these great stories. I actually just made a video with her that I'm going to put up on, U- on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about, she was out at Bungalow in Santa Monica the other night. Oh, yeah. And the, I know, she's cooler oh, than I am. She was like, bu- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I'm, I don't know why she was expecting I'm, this not to happen, but she was sitting there and this guy came up and he said, oh, are you are you on Tinder? I think we swipe each other. Oh, my God. And That's then, like a new go-to This line. is who our friend and their friend's like, oh, I don't remember you. He's like, no, this is your name. Like, he started, like, telling her everything about her and she's like, okay, oh I guess God. we did. Wow. And then he started, like, touching her weirdly and, like, saying, like, how come he didn't respond? But anyway, it was just being, like, oh, yeah. really oh, emotional and sort of angry at her. And then uh, they finally just started talking amongst themselves because he, he murdered her. get the message to leave them alone. And he said, you know I'm rich, right? And they're what? like, oh, yeah, like, don't go to How do you said I have a big penis? It would have changed <laughs> uh, the conversation. Yeah. But no, you said you're a Brit. No, I'm just joking. But like, they were like, oh, that is disgusting. That's yeah. horrible. Anyway, that's somebody, wow. you know, taking but, that, yeah. deleting it yeah. to the next level like and being they, really I mean, angry I, about I it. I guess I get it. You know, you get your feelings hurt pretty much yeah. because you are looking only at pictures at yeah. this point. So if somebody deletes you, you're just like, what? Like what? What did I do? <laughs> yeah. What did I do? Um, did so, they yeah. stare too long at my nose and then decide yeah, like exactly. that? Right. His right. Nose? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so what I'm hearing from you is that, you know, the, the normal chit-chat is, is like boring for you. It's right? I'm very connection-based, I guess. Yeah, you so want to have something real. I need, um, I need that sort of personal interaction that when I'm messaging somebody or at least when I found um, – I've done a little, very, very little online dating in the past and then with Tinder – um, I'm sort of missing that, I guess. It's just not, I don't get excited about it. I remember when she was giving me advice about it, she's like, well, you have to be excited if you match. And I don't think I've ever <laughs> been like, excited. Like, like, she's like, you you have to want them to, you know, right. swipe and like, the accept first you. And I was like, I don't really care if they do. <laughs> like that was, And that was the whole problem was I didn't, care whether or not they liked me and right. so well what about because it sounds like you like meeting people in person i do instead that's so, good to know there's people out there that still do right yeah, totally. but so i'm not against it i you know if if i could do it i, I mean i was on tinder so i was kind of hoping something would happen it just doesn't seem to hit me the same right. way that yeah. it works for so a when lot you people. are in person and you are interacting with people are you excited then yeah, and you happen I mean, to have a click you know, and a they're connection. They're not creepy. And <laughs> well, what do you like? Do you like a banter like Joe? I like talks banter, about yeah. bantering mm-hmm. with women, yeah. and that's you know, uh, and you know that can come out in messaging. I know it did for her. Um, being a comedy writer, I, I need to know that that is there. Yeah. Somebody who can banter back and forth and think on their feet. Um, and that's harder to tell over messaging unless the person really is in comedy. But you know, there are certainly people who aren't in comedy who can do that. So for you, when you do meet somebody, right, and it is in person, mm-hmm. what is it for you that happens in the interaction where you're like, eh, okay, this, there's something here. I'm clicking with this person. I'd like to know more about them. I'd like to see them. I want them to ask me for my phone number. What What is it that you're looking for to happen? Um, Gosh, it's so hard to I, – I, it is that as, as uh, cliche as this is, it is the connection. It is a mm-hmm. certain chemistry that – you're sort of excited to banter with them and you want to see where it goes and you want to know more. So suddenly the small talk is okay and it's not as awkward because um, there is a connection there. I think that is... So you are okay with So basically talk. what we got from Sometimes. Marissa... <laughs> we got from Marissa and Aaron basically the same thing. It's just chemistry and I think that's what it all boils down to. So last episode yeah. we were really trying to ask them what does it look like on your end when 
you're feeling chemistry because sometimes guys really can't read it. They think there's chemistry mm, when yeah. you think there isn't. And I have a question for Joe in one second, but I want to hear what you have to say. Like, what, what, what are the signs that you give that says there's chemistry? Keep going. You know what? It's that banter that you talk yeah. about. It's if that's easy, if, you know, I complained about the small talk, but if that's easy, if you can do it and it's fun and you're laughing, um, I think that's chemistry. And sometimes I've mistaken a very good friendship chemistry for a romantic chemistry, but I mean, it all sort of starts in the same place mm-hmm. and you just sort of decide later on, you know, maybe this is just friendship, maybe this is something else, but it is that click where you can just keep talking and bantering with each other and making each other laugh when you're just getting to know each other. Yeah. Does, it, does it look different on you when you are looking at a guy thinking, oh, I would want to date you versus I would want to like go shopping with you? Um, sure. I mean, it's that stereotypical, like laughing at every single thing he says and kind of looking like an idiot because he's not really saying anything that funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're just smiling. Which sucks, and, you're yeah. probably like, I'm always funny. So that's so confusing for you. Right. No, I mean, it's yeah. for guys, like for guys are just like, I don't know. You're laughing. And I it think is, I'm saying funny things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is confusing. Cause I feel like there are times where like, I've really clicked with a guy who I thought was just genuinely hilarious and like yeah. I just like want to be his best friend right and like I probably am laughing like a similar amount as to somebody who maybe I would have chemistry with so it's uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry guys no <laughs> no but I did, these are but, the yeah. things that I want people I can, to hear because this is the honest truth yeah, that it true. does get very confusing what I was gonna ask Joe is do guys care as much about chemistry and does it does from what they're describing and from you know the, their the 20 year olds <laughs> like what they were describing is that of equal importance to men and do you do you notice those things yeah the, i men? think it i mean to me it's the only thing that's that's important obviously um the guy it's it's kind of become a thing where the majority of 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 approaches at a bar or in person you know guys kind of instigate them more so i think yeah. guys are saying oh i like how that girl looks Right, you know, before I even walk up, like, yeah, you might have chemistry with somebody that doesn't catch your eye, but you're never going to know because you're not going to walk up and talk to them. But then once you've already decided, I like how that person looks, I'm going to go talk to them. You know why you're approaching. Yeah, that's that's all that matters is now if you have chem if if if, if the conversation goes and if mm-hmm. you have chemistry and if there's laughter and if there's playfulness and if there's a little bit of, you know making fun of each other and, uh, you know. Well, that's actually interesting because we were talking a little bit about that on the last episode about intention. And it is that – that is really – okay. So the intention, like for a man, is already I'm approaching you because of – Yeah, I'm not like, hey, approaching we're, you know, we're a bowling team and yeah. uh, <laughs> we have to have one girl. So but that it looks like a strong right arm. <laughs> no, but, but it's true. Like but I'm then, here to – potentially date you, you have sex with you whatever the yeah. whatever may you know the intention isn't always very sp- that specific but like you know sometimes you're definitely wanting to know them and meet them and talk to them and have something happen yeah other than you know yeah exactly so then so for you i can ask you what are what are the different things that you notice of a girl who's like yeah okay i'll be on your bowling team versus like <laughs> right. like let's get bowling let's- well I, I think it's kind of them matching your like Looks. It, yeah, <laughs> like it, it's, as long as you're both eights, it's fine. Again, it's a it's it's kind of like I said uh, in the last episode, like a tennis match. Like they have to be able to hit it back over the net, but also like you know sometimes I don't even play tennis by the way, but sometimes you <laughs> you you know you hit it really hard and then they kind of come back with a hard one and then you drop a soft one and they've got to come. So it's like 
this roller coaster where it's going to go up and down. It's going to be flirty and it's going to be a little like animosity. And then there's going to be like a little sexiness to it. And then there's going to be this and knowing that they're along for the ride and that they're like, they're taking it in the direction they want it to go to and just feeling comfortable where it's nothing's forced. And if you have the courage to take it into a sexual place, then they go along with it. But maybe there's a way that they deflect that, but it's still cute and it's still funny and it's still, you know, witty and it's still intelligent. So if they deflect it, does that mean that they only see you as a friend? No, no. I don't think so. I think of like a guy's uh, – I think that's part of the game. Yeah, and I, I think most guys probably go to that earlier than they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so too. Uh, but – so uh, – Probably most of them are deflected in some sense because it's like, hey, whoa, we're not. Th- we were just doing the flirty, like, make fun of each other thing, mm-hmm. and now we're already like, not talk- ready for yeah, that. Yeah, like, we don't need to talk about you know positions. Yeah. And stuff, right? <laughs> um, but but that's the thing. Knowing that when you like, it feel when sometimes when you do make that move where you make a leap to something that maybe you're not sure is she going to be comfortable with, but she goes along with it. You're like, oh, we're we are on the same page. This is like we're doing this together. I'm not pushing my agenda. She's not pushing her agenda. We are connecting. So I think chemistry, once you start talking to somebody, is the only thing. And now, mm-hmm. obviously, I think girls are different, and 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 I think guys, some guys are different too, where they want to know what you do and and. And how old you are and do you want a family and all that stuff. But I think um, my advice for people is let all of that sort itself out and just focus on that chemistry right out of the mm-hmm. gate. Mm-hmm. And then like and without that, it. without that, none of those other questions really matter. Right. Yeah. But yeah. so focus on the chemistry and getting that. And then maybe there's things that will take is her it, out of the mix. Is it true that um, because a lot of guys – would say girls are like, Oh, I just like him as a friend. And this is like a friend zone type of conversation, but girls will say, Oh, he's just like my buddy. Whereas guys would say like, why would I just want to be friends with a girl? Like, yeah. is that true? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause yeah. I love having guy friends, but I didn't realize that they didn't love <laughs> having me right? as a friend. Yeah. They're, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, I don't like I mean, you. Yeah. I mean, I have, yeah. I have friends who are girls, but it's, it's, you don't find, you don't come to be friends with a girl in the same way that it's like, Oh, we were, I wanted, to have something more with her, but it didn't work out. So now and we're, we're just going to be friends. Like that's right. not like a, a friend, a girl that you're friends with is you, maybe it's your, maybe it's your, Best your buddy's sister. wife's friend. Right. That's you know, how you friend. have to say like And you're friend. like, Oh, yeah. we, we have fun and we go out, we all go out together and we drink and, and, and it's fun. But like, I'm not attracted to you. You're not attracted to me. Or maybe one of us is, but we know the other one's not, <laughs> right. but, but you're cool. And right. yeah, we can hang out and do all that stuff. But the, the idea of a guy approaching a girl who's, and he's interested and she's like, I think we're better as friends. He's like, I think we're better if you're dead. Yeah. Like, if, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate you. Yeah. I definitely don't want to be your friend. Kind of right. That's what your intention yeah. is. Well, what yeah. do you, what do you guys think after hearing that? Is it depressing? Or, yeah, yeah. And that's really depressing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's funny to think that because it's exactly what you said. You know, you you think you have all these guy friends. Like, well, wait right. a second, do they even want to be my friend? No, <laughs> right? Is it? Yeah, it's probably it's not. That lying in wait until. And I think that's yeah. like where when in relationships it gets tricky because you know if you enter a relationship knowing thinking you have like four guy friends here. And all of a sudden you're like to your boyfriend, oh, I just, you know, I have my friend Dan. I just want to hang, you know, all of a sudden it's just like blow up because he's thinking obviously Dan's not your friend because he just wants to be your friend. Yeah. Like guys know that innately. Right. Yeah. Like if I had a, and I do, I have, I have girls who are my friends, but in my relationship, I have to, I have to have an explanation for that. 
Yeah. Like, why are you? Right. What? I don't understand. Well, well you don't you sleep know. with her? Why? How yeah, you not exactly. Your it's like, to well, her? I wanted to sleep with her friend in college, and so I hung out in their <laughs> right. group a lot. But then, <laughs> but then she actually had somebody else, so then we actually just became And she's friends. a lesbian. You just yeah, ended yeah. up being that weird guy yeah. hanging in their group? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there has to be a backstory for why I there think a guy's friends with a girl, or else yeah. a, you're, a girl's going to be like... How come you never wanted to be with her if yeah. you're so close? Yeah, exactly. Such a good connection. That's I know. Or right you did, or you were with her. And like, I, I'm also still friends with people that I was in a relationship right. with and I'm no longer in a relationship with. I have great relationships with some people that we broke up and we're still totally friends. But that's also like girls. I feel like in, that's much harder to explain. Yeah, that's then, much harder to explain. And yeah. some yeah. girls just won't accept that or get it. Like, yeah. oh, your ex-girlfriend and you just want to be friends with her. It's like, yeah, right. yeah. we both yeah. agreed this is like not for us. and uh-huh. But we totally get along or we wouldn't have dated in the first place. Have you guys sure. ever had that situation where you're with somebody who is friends with their ex? Um, oh, um, not, not like friends. I mean, like they get a, like, or even had a really close or... girlfriend that, like, um, is still in, I uh, certainly, like, I don't know. Like, maybe they haven't dated I feel them. like I know a lot of guys who are really close with, like, have good girlfriends or are really close with um, women that they've, I don't know about relationships, but maybe dated. dated. Um, I don't know. I, uh, like, we have friends, even at I work, mean, that are like that, that hang out with, still hang out with women that they've dated. Well, the, 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 the reason that I'm asking is I want to know what it would do to you in your relationship if you're significant other was really good friends with a girl or really good friends with an ex how would that make I, you feel i'm actually i really don't mind like them being like a guy being friends with girls because i have i i thought <laughs> i had, I had guy friends. <laughs> you don't <laughs> but i guess i guess i don't um but like i'll you know i don't think it's really that weird to like go out if it's you know, I think it's a lot about trust and like if you're like if it's just a friend then like go for it and I th- I think it would be weirder if it was an ex. Just even if it didn't work out for when it, whatever specific reason like there obviously was a connection there at some point like maybe it's just because I've never been in that situation um before. But I feel like that would be harder for me to yeah, understand than like just friends because I mean one of my best friends is a guy and like there's like no sexual tension. Yeah, well, but then happened, I don't think. <laughs> no, again, I, don't think. <laughs> I mentioned this before but, when I dated a kid, and um, he talked about he dated a kid. kid. <laughs> he was a child. Can we talk a little more he about that. A lot about yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is a totally different topic. <laughs> hey, it's a progressive world we live in. Yeah. I'm just going along with it. No, I did. I say this kid because he was kind of at the time like he was like 21, and you know, just at that right. time seems like a kid. Um, but anyway, he talked about his girlfriend from high school mm-hmm. all the time. And he had her artwork on the wall. And I was like uh, so naive. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty artwork, you know. And then and and then when we broke up, they ended up dating again. And then they've been together ever since. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. So I think oh, I'm personally no. like wary of that. But I think it's good. Yeah. Like my current love interest. Uh-huh. My boyfriend I've been with for six years. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> opposite of love interest. Um, love in- disinterest, I should call it. Um, but he has some girlfriends from like college and mm-hmm. stuff that I'm not intimidated by because they're married and they have like yeah. kids and stuff but I'm like, like oh prettier. I talked to my friend Carrie and I'm prettier <laughs> and like much skinnier and whatever but I think there is like I think it, it, even though I'm totally comfortable with it when he brings it up I'm, he's like oh I talked to Carrie today I'm like oh yeah oh yeah why don't you talk to me what did she say oh, yeah. what did Carrie say that I can say and then I kind of go through my head like <laughs> yeah. 
this is totally fine right. and acceptable. But you're trying to be like the, you know, like you cool said, like progressive woman and like right. you're a cool girl. Yeah. like, I'm not intimidated. Like, go ahead. Tell me what Carrie said. No, I'd yeah. love to hear what she said. Tell me all about your thoughts. And then what did she say? And then what did he say? No, I'd like to talk to her. What's her number? It's hard. It's a hard space because it's true. Like, I, I feel like, you know, as a woman, you do always want to be seen as this, this like perfect girlfriend or a perfect mm-hmm. wife or perfect girl that you're dating. And like, you do have these uh, contradicting messages that are going on in your head where yeah. there is like a little bit of jealousy. Do you and, think this is yeah. something it's that gets easier in your 30s or worse in your 30s? Oh, that's good. Tie it back. Hmm. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> You know, oh, I, I don't know. I I don't. I can't say that I've ever really experienced a serious situation where I was with somebody and he was really close with uh, an ex, other than just friendly or Facebook friends. Um, uh, but I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with, um, and this may sound naive, but like who you're with and how they make you feel about it. Like there's yeah, certainly like yeah. I know. Um, I remember someone that I used to work with years ago, and she was engaged and. Her fiance was just a total dick. It was one of those situations we were all like, "Get out! You should not, yeah. not, <laughs> not be with this guy." And he was really, really close with his ex to the point where we would hear about trips that he was taking to Vegas with his oh. ex, and they were just staying at her aunt and That's uncle's bizarre. place. What? And it was just so weird. And a situation like that, I mean, absolutely, I would be uh, really nervous about and this that. This was a long time ago. Was she this, like younger or? Yeah, I mean, I would say this probably six or seven years ago. I haven't kept in touch with her, but um, uh, whereas I've been with guys just in a dating um, sense that will talk about their exes or maybe still hang out with their exes, but they've always made me feel like it was like they were just friends and maybe that is naive who knows but like i never felt sure i had those questions like so what did you talk about um what did you guys do like tell me about your relationship but it's i never felt threatened because they never made me feel like i had anything to worry about in that sense and so you know maybe that is just getting older and guys getting more mature as well well actually that would be my next question what's what's the way to relay that information to a woman if you are a guy who's like yeah I don't want to sleep with my ex at all I have no interest whatsoever we're just friends how how do you relay that information to make women be more comfortable with it um, I would say probably not really talking about her all that much. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, don't mention like, her all the time. Yeah. If you're like a super, even if you are super close, like, you know, oh, I talked to so-and-so today and she said this, but like, I want to know what you think about it. You know, like kind of like bringing her, like the person you're dating, like making it seem that like, even though this person said, said this, like, you know, who you're dating should be the person that you should be, you know, getting it. Doing those things, yeah, you know, seeing those yeah. talking things over and like getting their opinion on stuff, like they, that's the person you should be comfortable with and talking about. So I feel like it's like, you know, it shouldn't be like something you have to hide or or whatever. But I think just making sure that that person knows that it's like you're like I'm more interested about what you have to say about it, even yeah. though I talk to this person. I, and I, I think them. from the guys the guy side too, uh, the our the the person that we're in a relationship with having confidence it is yeah. the, uh, so important. Oh my God. Because Absolutely. if, if there's, if there's a little bit of like, you can tell that there's jealousy from her about your ex or about this girl that you're friends with suddenly. And I don't think it's conscious, but what it sets inside of us is like, Oh, you're worried about her. Do you think she's prettier than you or better than you? And then you start looking at her like, is she like, should I be still with, you know what I mean? Right. So it's right. Like you put those having, thoughts having confidence, of, of just being like, yeah, yeah, great. You're friends with your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. I'm awesome. She's right. your yeah. ex-girlfriend. I find that incredibly yeah. attractive. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the times that like my boyfriends had insecurities about me going out to do stand-up and stuff is I couldn't find 
more gross. Yeah. And I'll say that to him. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool when he's just like, all right, have a good show or whatever. When yeah. he gets back and he's like, how was your set? Rather than like, who was there? Who'd you talk to? What'd you do? And I'm like, ew. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's so hot when, yeah. It's much more attractive. Being in your, yeah. yeah, of course. And it's you're like worth supportive and, you know. And, yeah. Because yeah. jealousy yeah. is not attractive. No. Which is a total, like, it's something that I think you think when you're younger, like jealousy means they care more, but really it's not. It's right. not at all. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's more of a reflection I on think, themselves yeah. when you're younger Absolutely. and then when it gets yeah. older. I mean, or when you do get older, it's even a worse reflection on yourself. I know we have to get to Anna over it. Overanalyze this, this (laughs) but I do want to make one comment because I even noticed that difference in myself between 20s and 30s. So I met my husband when I was 23, 24 years old, and now I'm in my 30s. And like, I used to be very jealous, not of his ex-girlfriends, of his friends. Um, And just like, because he, I would think, okay. Of his male friends. Of his male friends. Because like, he would expend his energy with them Mm -hmm. and he would sit on a couch watching TV with me, which was very nice and loving. He's older. In their 30s, they like to sit at home and watch TV. I was in my 20s, wanted to go out and have fun. I do that all the time. Yeah. So that for me was connection, going out and having fun. So it was was like, but you want to do the fun things that I want to do with your friends. It was very confusing for me and I I would spit out bits of jealousy and uh, I obviously know it's very unattractive at that point um, yeah. but in my 30s I'm like go with your friends like I need a night to myself oh my God, well. absolutely Have fun absolutely yeah, yeah for sure and, and I think that's a difference men can see maybe dating a girl in her 20s versus her 30s is that she's less clingy so if you're a guy who for doesn't sure. want a woman clinging on you I think going for a woman in the in her thirties or fifties, I mean, if it keeps yeah. getting better as you get older, right? why not aim yeah. for the Go for sky? It, right. <laughs> I want to ask one question because we did not do overanalyze this last time, um, but I want to get to overanalyze this. Are you guys ready to answer a question? Ooh, okay, let's do this. Okay. Here and is beat. the question. Okay, you all put out. Uh, you all put on next put on a worthwhile <laughs> podcast every week worthwhile it's very much appreciated as it gets addictive to listen to with a bunch of laughs included and various stories and experiences shared from you all keep it up I have two quick general questions to ask which apply to a lot of us men including me uh, the girls that I like and experience one to two dates with oh this is like we're Four mm-hmm. never seem to feel anything for me, but the girls that I'm not interested in seem to be interested oh, in yeah. me. Is there a mm-hmm. cause or solution to this? I realize that not everybody is going to like everybody. Um, once one has created attraction or interest from a girl, how would you keep it going from uh, in the short and long term? How do you keep that attraction going? So after one to two dates, it fizzles. Something has happened, mm-hmm. or a girl says, eh, "Not for me." I think you. Put How do you car- too many cards on the table to begin with? And I think that's when it fizzles because yeah. it's too yeah. it's too old too soon, too much information too soon. It's yeah, it get, it's, I don't know. I've I, I was talking about this actually the other day. I find that if it you we always talk about liking the chase or liking sort of the mystery of it. If it becomes too easy right away, like, oh, well I got him. Yeah. Well, okay, so explain, what, explain what too easy looks like. Like, what does that mean? Like, how um, do you know when it's too easy? Too much. You know, there's a guy that I went out on a couple of dates with um, a couple of years ago. Uh, where, I mean, it was really excited. I met him, um, and then we were texting. And it was really exciting, and it took a while for us to go on our first date. I think schedules were just not aligning, so we were texting for a few weeks, and. At first, it was exciting, and then it just became very like, well, I know he's going to text me back, and you know, I know he's going to answer every text, and he's going to call me tonight, and then by the time we got to our date, 
I was like, I'm I'm bored. Like, I yeah. have him. There's nothing left here to sort of figure out or... And I don't I don't mean that guys should be assholes in return and just, like, not answer your texts or just be standoffish. But you do want, at the beginning, that element of, oh, does he like me? Yeah. I, I really like him. How does he feel? Like, that yeah. sort of, like, mystery in the beginning of a relationship when you're just starting to date as torturous as it is and as much anxiety it, it gives you you kind of need it, need it yeah. to build like that you need that angst to build the something. best yeah. thing yeah for me whenever when i had dated someone was that they had net they barely ever ever updated their facebook page and had like two pictures of oh, themselves so mm-hmm. and i was like oh like yeah. he must be so busy and cool. Yeah, he yeah. Have time. Right. He doesn't have time so for social like media. This, no, yeah. but that, that's an interesting statement because I always tell guys that they have to remember that they existed before they met this girl, so that yeah. they should tend to the rest of their life first. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not that not not where it's like playing a game. You're like, oh, you're secondary. I don't yeah. care about you. But the fact that what like what I hear you saying is this guy has ignored the rest of his life to be able to communicate with me and respond to me whenever I want him to, and that's really not very attractive. He doesn't have anything else going. Yeah. on except for me i'm the most exciting thing which is okay that's like great which is true because at the same time like i'm jumping at every text and i want to answer every text so it's such a it's so um i'm sorry guys it's really confusing because you know like we we want you to text us all the time but when you sort of withhold for a couple hours or you make it a little bit harder i mean you do need that angst in the beginning i um i hate it it's so torturous and at the same time i've yeah I need had it. it it's, like, un- no, yeah. it's just it's necessary. Yeah, I yeah. had this Stop one client. Necessary evil. I had yeah. this one yes. client that I worked with. Uh, we did some uh, Skype coaching with each other, and he contacted me first and said, "You know, I'm having trouble with approaching. I'm not getting any dates. Blah blah." We had one session. He was able to get a lot of dates after the one session with each other. Uh, Next, he wrote me a couple of weeks later, say, or like even a month later, and he said, you know, okay, I'm getting lots of first dates, but I'm not getting second dates. I don't know what's going on. So we talked on the phone, and we realized shortly after that he would overtext afterwards. He'd be doing exactly what you're saying. So I said to him, next time that you, you know, want to text a girl back immediately, text me, and I will be your outlet so that you can get that off of you. And then you can text back a few hours later when you're like, oh, I actually never texted that person back. So he said uh, in an email to me a few days later, I did one better. Whenever a girl that I liked would text me, I would throw my phone behind the couch. Uh, (laughs) I would have to go dig for it. And then allowing him to go dig for it is like, okay, taking that pause and not just instantly responding to that person and fulfilling that that need that like, I have to write her back. Like when I'm on a road trip, I'll put the food like in the back seat Uh, and I'll be like, whatever I want. It's like a lot of work and I'm like going to get an accident to get it. Right, right, right. It's not so easy. It's true. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it's, I feel like both parties are this way and like it's it's hard because I feel like there's a, a sense of that you think like oh if I don't like seem interested like I'm gonna lose them they're gonna lose interest in me but it's usually mm-hmm. the opposite like yeah it's like you said like you know the ones I'm not interested in like me and the ones that I'm interested in don't like me because I feel like it sucks but it's like if you can almost keep that like same like personality or coolness with the people that you aren't interested in and almost like treat the people who are interested in that way I feel like that's almost the secret. Yeah, it's but like it's, it's respecting this your is life first. Guys crazy. Yeah, it does. I'm sure. It's like all. Yeah. It's like. But it's the same for guys. It it is the same for guys. Yeah, I, I have definitely but I think, liked guys. I think there's a different way of. I I think getting to where 
you what what you guys are saying is I think there's a way to get there without having to like an- overanalyze what's too much, what's not enough, and and all that. And I think that that is, and this is something I learned the hard way. I was always if I liked a girl, it was like low, full court press, and sometimes that pushes a girl away. But then you're like, oh, they just want a guy who's an asshole, and then that you're not genuine. Then you're like right. not texting when you want to text. And I think what it, what the way I've kind of figured it out for myself is everybody wants to date up in a yep. way, you know, it <laughs> doesn't, it's not they always want value yeah. mm-hmm. and quality. I, you know, I would never date a girl that is on my level of attractiveness because I think like, she's that, too attractive. She's, yeah, no, I'd be, <laughs> like, that, I'd be like, that's yeah. gross. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm always, like, <laughs> I'm always like, I can do better than what I think I am at. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I think for girls, it's, it's not always just about like, hot you know whereas guys i think that's the kind of initial approach Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. girls want to date up and if if and that's having value and if and if you're a valuable person who's like hardworking and has dreams and is going for something Mm -hmm. then you're not around to just text all the time exactly so i think it's like you don't don't have to be an asshole you just have to have a life actually yeah you have to have a life you you know don't make her the most important thing in your life she can be the most important thing in your life but but she has to also earn that yeah well, exactly. You don't even know right. her don't yet. make her the exactly. most important thing in your life on your first date or yeah, on your exactly. second date. Like yeah. build yeah. It. your life exists yeah. so Before that you her, have... don't throw it out the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think, and I think that's what it is. Like you know, we're saying that like, oh, we want, we want you to wait a while, or we want you to kind of like, we want to have that like, oh, like, oh my god, I don't know if he likes me or not. But like you on the other side, it's it. like if you are just like. In the back of our minds, that's probably what's happening. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, they, they have a life. They have other things to do. Like, exactly. I'm not like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only thing he has going on well, or whatever. Well, we and have that's uh, you know? David Buss on our show. Uh, we've had him on a couple of times. And David Buss wrote one book called The Evolution of Desire, which looks at the biological and evolutionary reasoning behind mm-hmm. attraction. And he breaks down um, the attributes for men and for women um, of what they're actually attracted to. So men have like three attributes they're attracted to. <laughs> yeah. Women have 18. But, <laughs> but at the yeah. very top of all of the 18, um, what he found that people are attracted to across like the world, he interviewed people in like tribes in Africa and like New York City and compared them, like 10,000 people. So it's really mm-hmm. interesting. But he found that what they're attracted to ultimately women is men who bring them closer to resources, not money, but men but who bring them closer to resources. Like what like you know, Joe was just saying. Yeah, but the thing is, is that <laughs> if you're texting all the time and we have a drought, you're not working on finding us water. Like that, that's yeah. the thing. It's they are attracted huh. to men who have drive, have intelligence, have yeah. status, who do have all of these things in place. And if you have all of these things in place, then you're not texting us every two seconds mm-hmm. because you have yeah. a life right. to tend to. Right. That they can choose to fit you into, which feels amazing. Ultimately, and this is what I, I teach to you know the guys that I work with, women want to be admired by a man that makes them feel special, but a man who also has his own life that's Absolutely. special. Yeah. It's not like oh you're special God. because Absolutely. you exist. It's it's like, I, I, I'm awesome. I have a great life and I could potentially want to bring you into it. We right. want to yeah. be valued by a man that's valued. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the most addicting feeling in the entire world, being selected and chosen by somebody who we see as higher value as higher value exactly Don't what you were saying heroin before. like that like, exactly no heroin yeah but we gotta that. wrap up our we gotta wrap up our show so thank tell you where so we can much find you thank guys you. i know we asked them um last week but tell us again where yeah, everyone plug. can watch your youtube uh, I know. videos <laughs> it's uh uh youtube.com slash 20s 30s okay cool and then um how about individually you guys have twitters 
Uh, yes, my handle is at LizVenom22. And mine is Deanna with two N's, G McDonald. But don't tweet her because she doesn't like to talk on the internet. Uh, so I won't talk to her, but just follow me. <laughs> exactly, just follow her. And then Joe. And I'm on Twitter at FixYourLife, uh, JoePrano.com for all comedic stuff. And uh, I did want to mention, I forgot last show, two of your previous guests I also have podcasts oh, right. with. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I have, I have a sports podcast with Andy Ruther called Dirty Sports and a uh, surfing and comedy podcast with Lachlan Patterson called The Kooks of Comedy. So you know what? I, I thought when I saw that podcast, I'm like, I've never met a funny surfer before. Like who? Like, but it's a funny podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're yeah. well. There are no funny surfers. That's, <laughs> they have that's, no audience uh, whatsoever. Yeah. That's our niche. Right. We're, we're the two of them. Well, I always right. pictured these like outdoorsy, like, yeah. oh, look at me outside, people. I don't know. <laughs> right. Anyway, like cracking jokes with each other. Yeah. If you want to write in questions for overanalyze this, write them to ask at askwomenpodcast.com, and you can check out or download new episodes of our podcast every Thursday. But don't waste your time downloading. Please subscribe to our podcast uh it's the ask Men podcast you can get it on itunes and uh you want to plug yourself Kristen, since you seem to like follow me on twitter it? yeah follow her on twitter <laughs> at Kristen carney yes and use our amazon link so that we can stay on the air winggirlmethod.com slash amazon and thank you for listening and we'll see you Talk guys next week i know exactly it's done i'm an <laughs> overtalker all right bye goodbye Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.